So I'm speaking with uh, composer Nathan Whitehead, who is no stranger to you know horror films and thrillers. He he takes on The Purge, which opens June 7th. Nathan also has an established history with uh, collaborating with composers like Jim Dooley uh, on scores like Pushing Daisies and Steve Jablonski on scores like Transformers, Dark of the Moon, and Battleship. Uh, thanks so much for uh, speaking with me today, Nathan. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh, so I guess to start off, uh, just kind of looking at it, what does music uh, mean to you, and what made you focus on the visual medium composition path? Sure. Um... That's a good question. I think um, I think music has always, in in one way or another, been um, associated with with storytelling for me. Um, I, I don't think I would have phrased it that way as a kid, but um, it was it just uh, was always fascinating. And I think I always um, associated it with uh, with taking a journey. You know, I remember. Um, the family piano that we had in our living room and, uh, and just, you know, sitting there and, and experimenting and, um, and it, it was, it was always just a fascinating, a fascinating process. It, it almost felt like a superpower. Um, you know, uh, early on I, I, uh, I started deciphering melodies and, you know, trying to pick stuff out by ear on that piano and, um, so yeah, yeah. I, I guess it it just it it felt like um, it felt like that you know music was an adventure, and um, I I think that was kind of a natural uh, foundation for being a film composer because right. it was almost like um, the journeys that music can take you on um, or the. Uh, the 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 insight or you know the, the music can provide um a lot of that was kind of happening I, f I feel like in my imagination before i even realized that being a film composer was a job right. and um yeah and so you know i uh i went uh a fairly uh common route perhaps of you know i started playing guitar and playing in a band and and uh, so i was really enjoying experimenting um always enjoying spending time in my room or in, in, in my studio kind of solo doing my thing. And eventually it just clicked that, um, it's like, Hey, the music in movies is amazing. And it, and it really kind of combines, you know, it, it just embraces the, I think the storytelling powers of music and, um, and I think, I mean, just, you know, I think at a very basic level, it's uh, it's exciting to connect with people. Right, I think yeah. it's exciting to connect with um, with common ideas. Uh, you know, we, you know, feeling like we we belong um, as as a human being on this on this planet, and um, and I think music uh, helps with that. Um, music can facilitate that, and certainly um, film. Uh, you know, is often all about exploring that, whether it's exploring things we're afraid of or right. exploring how we're connected. And so, I mean, it's, it's an, to me, it's like the perfect combination of these things that I love. I mean, that's exactly how I see it. I see how film and music is just kind of this exploration of the human condition and reflecting on that and storytelling. That's, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I think too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, 
uh, storytelling is just one of these amazing things that makes our our existence um, that much that much richer and um, and it's something I think you know we we all get on a level mm-hmm. whether we really think about it or not we all we all like to tell stories we like to hear stories not that everyone is is you know does it in the exact same way but um, there's a universal aspect to it that uh, that is is great you mm-hmm. know feels connecting yeah absolutely and uh, so you've worked you know with quite a few on a with a, quite a few projects on with two notable composers Jim Dooley and Steve Jablonski. Uh, yes. What was that experience like for you to see two very differently styled composers work? Was it an essential learning experience, and did you learn much from them? Yeah, um, I did. Um, I, it, it was amazing learning experience. I think um, they are very different, um, and they're both amazing composers. Um, I, I feel like we hear this a lot that, you know, there's all these things you can't learn in school, but that was, right. that was, um, that was very much the case. Um, I think, um, you know, film composing is a pretty technical job in a lot of ways at this point, either you, either you, uh, can, can kind of handle the, the computers and the sampling and the, and the tech aspects yourself, or you kind of assemble your team of people that can that can help you with that. Um, and I think both I mean both Steve and Jim are kind of the the total package in in my opinion. Um, yeah. They they really I think have a, a mastery of of their tools, which is awesome. Um, uh, just the samplers and and all the various technology that's kind of part of a lot of modern music production. Mm-hmm. Um, so on a basic level, there was um, just all these really practical and really um, handy uh, tricks of the trade kind of that um, that they taught me uh, just really just by me being in the trenches on their projects. You know, yeah, they're yeah. both doing, you know, big projects. I was with Jim. Um, on the second season of Pushing Daisies, and um, and it was a lot. It was it was like forty minutes of complicated music um, every week, right. and um, and it was it was it was really valuable to to kind of get to witness that pipeline and be like part of that pipeline um, of, of being able to produce music that is that's working with the show and is is really great music and it and is produced well um that quantity um in that time frame um and then and with with steve as well you know um i did uh a, a couple years uh worked on the last two seasons of desperate housewives right, um, yeah. and um both of those shows i i I feel really fortunate that i could be on them in some capacity we got to record live players every week um and that's that's pretty rare uh, these days. And um, so, yeah, a lot of the logistic things, logistical challenges of of writing for film or TV or video games. Um, but also, you know, they uh, they were both really gracious with their time, and and I feel like I feel like composers made investments in in their careers. You know, I think. Uh, they were part of uh, 
they had they had mentors. They were they were able to be mentored by by people, um, whether it's Hans or Harry Gregson Williams, um, and um, I think that's that's a really uh, cool part of the community, the film scoring community that I've been in for the last few years is. Um, for all the other things going on, there is like this, um, uh, there are some really valuable mentorships that are available. That, that, and, um, you know, I'm just going back and forth thinking about uh, my time on Desperate Housewives. I think so much of what was educational about that time was just constantly, um, just constantly thinking about how do we score a scene, you know, yeah, yeah. I would, I would be, um, uh, you know, s submitting my contributions to the show and, and Steve and I were able to have a lot of conversations, um, usually over email. Um, we we're both, both, uh, kind of busy writing away in our, in our caves. Um, but, um, so many of these conversations where we're just talking about the emotions of the scene or we're, t we're talking about, um, you know, what's, what's the point of view here? What, what are these characters feeling? And, um, and we never got too specific, you know, um, like this needs a minor chord or, or something like that. Um, but it was just, it, it was just like amazing practice, um, for, uh, you know, just honing storytelling chops with music and it was it was amazing to just to get to work closely with him. Um, I re really respect his work. It was it was a, a situation in both cases of kind of of being a fan of uh, these guys before I, I got to start working with them, and that that was an amazing thing. And um, I'm really thankful that I've had had that uh, you know those experiences, mm -hmm. and I, I wouldn't be where I am today without it. For yeah, sure. they're, they're definitely there. I've loved Steve and Jim growing up as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as a as a storyteller uh, yourself, uh, when you first come onto a project, uh, what aspect? I mean, you were talking just about how to score a scene and stuff, but like, what aspect yeah. of it really speaks to you uh, and most in terms for creative inspiration? Is it like the plot, the characters, the setting? What really kind of gets your creative juices flowing first? First, um. That's a good question. I th I think it's it's hard to predict. I mean, I, th I th there are s certainly s stories that, on the surface, kind of at my in initial um, contact with them might seem really cool, and some stories some stories grab me faster than others. Um, I mean, the subject of inspiration is a tricky one because it you know the on projects the music always has to the music always has to be done whether the inspiration ever <laughs> ever shows up or not um so but what i found and what's really exciting to me is i think um no matter what what story i'm trying to tell um what what story i'm 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 trying to be a part of here um i think um it's really satisfying when, when the music starts to feel like it is is working and that it's connecting to the story in mm -hmm. some way. I, I, to me, in the best scenarios, it's it, it's like wow, that music. It feels like that music and that scene 
the music and the picture was was born at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And um, that that's difficult to predict. But that I think I think that uh, kind of that that carrot dangling in front of me <laughs> definitely moves moves me forward. Um, and um, I think when I when I watch a scene or I watch a you know any any story and it just immediately grabs me that's amazing um i and i love that and i i'm thankful for those opportunities um but there are some times when i i feel like i just have to dive in and maybe do some some dissection sort of to begin with right and say okay what's going on here you know she is you know this relationship is dissolving what's she thinking it it sucks she's very sad but there's also like a little bit of excitement about that and kind of like (laughs) you know i don't know get get very analytical but then in the process of doing that hopefully some some bits of music start sticking here and there and so kind of some of the inspiration almost comes after the fact or like mid mid stream (laughs) Uh, yeah so uh, now you scored the purge which which presents an incredibly interesting kind of what-if scenario. You know, what if for one night a year the government does not enforce laws, any crime goes unpunished. Um, what was the, the goal musically for this film? Because, I mean, I, I saw the trailer, but it, it, is, it a, is it a horror film? Did you treat it as a suspense thriller? Like, how was the, what was the approach for it? Yeah, I, to me it's definitely more in the thriller, the suspense thriller um, category. That, and, and I think that does come out in the music. We, we, we tried in some areas um, using a little more uh, kind of classical horror instrumentation and orchestration, and it didn't quite feel right. And um, and so yeah, it, it's it definitely feels like um, more of a thriller to me. And you know, it to me it is it's such a, a fascinating um, premise, and mm, yeah. it's a film I think that invites the audience to ask a lot of questions and I think it um, I think some some of some of the questions it's not it's not obvious or it, it, it kind of facilitates uh, conversation or, or wrestling with with these thoughts about um, you know the country we live in and um, you know what do we what do we do to to make our society a better place right. To be, you know, what what do we do to improve improve our condition? Um, is it, uh, you know, does that have a cost? Um, and um, and also, it, it, to me, I it also made me think about just so many things that we don't see, and if we, you know, the whole out of sight, out of mind uh, phenomenon. You know, if if there if there are terrible things that go on that we uh, benefit from, just, that's, that's a, potentially a dilemma. So musically, um, I mean, there's a lot of tension in the film and, and there's some action in the film and, um, and we had to cover those areas. We had to, we had to support those, those areas, but it's, it's a very ambient score. It's a very, textural score and I love working with with those sort of sounds 
I made a lot of sounds for this and that was, that was, um, I love doing that. That was really fun. I, I think, um, a lot of the focus was, um, was just setting the proper tone. And I think, you know, it's near future 2022. Um, and, uh, and, and there's, there's definitely a sci-fi component. And so I think finding a tone in, this in the, in the music that that felt a little bit futuristic mm-hmm. um it often is doing orchestral things or it is actually orchestral music but maybe it's been processed or it's been layered with um police scanner static and, and, and things like that um finding this unsettling tone i think was um a big part um because in, in my mind, um, that it's just the whole, the whole film is people wrestling with things. They are trying to survive purge night. Um, but they're also wrestling with, um, you know, are, is this, is this really right? Are we, are we good people here? You know, these are supposed to be the Sandins, the family in the movie are kind of, um, in some ways, model citizens, maybe, in, in terms of contributors to society, mm-hmm. at least the society uh, in, in the future when the purge happens. Um, and um, so finding, finding a tone that felt like that, that felt like um, uh, modern society, and, and there's, there's some dissonance, uh, like on a, on a huge nationwide level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but also, um, I think on a very human level and, um, you know, you know, when we're not being really weighty and, um, and kind of tense with the music, there are some, some moments which are, st- which are still dark, but, but, but are more sparse. And we, you know, I brought in some piano in some of these moments and there's not a lot of room for big tunes and things like that. This yeah, didn't yeah. feel like the sort of movie that this was. Um, but some of these, some of the piano moments and some of the, the more delicate moments in the music, I, we played stuff like that when, when I think, uh, you know, there was some, there was some moment of insight into the craziness that's going on. And it's like, wait, are we really, do we kill people? Is that what we do? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and I, so I, to me, it was exciting um, to try to tease out some of that, some of those uh, re- like self-examination moments or like kind of the characters realizing it's like, you know, are we monsters? What are we capable of? Right. And, and so the goal was to wrap all that up in the score somehow, hopefully, you know, <laughs> hopefully it's working, but that was, it was, it was, it was fun to, to certainly pursue that direction. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always think that movies like this are, I, I always think horror thrillers and uh, comedies always seem like, cause I'm not a writer, compo- I'm not a composer, but mm-hmm. for composers, I feel like comedies and thrillers are probably the hardest genres to crack. Yeah. And uh, so like, because you, 
I feel like a, a movie like this, the music really has to work with the editing for to rack up suspense and, and tension. Mm -hmm. you, so did you have to really work with the cutting of the film to kind of fit your music in there to, to help build the suspense? That, that, did you work with the editor at all or talk with him? I did. Um, Pete Gvazdas was the editor, and um, a lot of meetings were uh, myself and James and Pete, and Pete was very involved, and it was great working with Pete. I, mean, I the, Thankfully, the picture didn't change, the cut didn't change tremendously after I started working on it. Um, we did reshoot a few things. We did, well, we shot additional things, I should say. Um, so it kind of it, it expanded a little bit after I started, but there wasn't a whole lot of, the cut was relatively fixed, relatively locked when I started, and... Um, so that 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 helped, and then yeah, we had tons of conversations about that of just you know when when we were building and when we needed a break and moments that we needed to hit, mm -hmm. and I think you're right, you know, um, thriller, suspense, um, and comedies are insanely hard. Yeah. I mean, it it just um, if there's just, just getting the timing right, you know, I think it's really, it's fun. I mean, it can, it can be frustrating, but it's really fun <laughs> because so much of it is just, you're going by feel. I mean, that I think is kind of the whole job, but often it was the three of us in the room listening to the music and everyone's looking at each other's like, does that work? I think that works. It's like, no, I don't think that works. I don't know. Let's move on something else and let's do it again or let's listen to it tomorrow. <laughs> You know, um, but um, I think that's cool because it's, I mean, that process is just kind of, that's just the human test. And, yeah. and it's, and that's, I think that also, that's part of the universal nature of all of this, of music and storytelling. It's like, if, if it works, if, if you watch it and it feels like it works, it doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody, but there's a decent chance that it's, that it's striking some chord that people are going to relate to. So mm -hmm. there was quite a bit of back and forth um, of just trying to get things um, to feel right, you know, and um, and uh, all along the way, and and different people um, would chime in on that. But the re the the bulk of those conversations were with myself and the director and the editor, and it was it was cool having the editor. Um, really that involved. I really enjoyed that. That's, yeah, that's really cool. But, yeah. Um, so, uh, I guess to wrap up, I mean, I always like to ask composers this one question. Uh, if you had the chance to score any film ever made pretending the original score never existed and, you know, no, no disrespect <laughs> to the original composer, which film would you choose? Right. Um, man, these are really tough questions. <laughs> Um, well, let's see. Two immediate options come to mind. Let me see if I can narrow it down to one. Um, I'm, I'm going to choose an old movie, even though I wasn't alive when it was made. That's it, perfectly it, fine, yeah. It was an exciting, um, thing for me as a kid, and that's, um, Godzilla. From 1954. Oh wow, that's a great one. <laughs> um, 
just because I think um, it. Uh, to be honest, I don't even remember where I first saw that. It was on TV, mm-hmm. um, but um, I, I've always loved monster movies. I've always loved um, Godzilla, and I remember as a kid just being so um, fascinated and scared but fascinated <laughs> with with that movie um, and with the, the idea of Godzilla. And um, uh, I don't know, maybe this isn't fair because I, I, there's no way I could know this then, but I, I, I could just like the, the classic Godzilla scream um, <laughs> I read was made with a cello, which I think is just incredibly cool. Um, like uh, this, this rosiny processed... Uh, cello sound Um, but I think just because um, I was so captivated by that and it was um, it it was just such a I don't know I just loved Godzilla and um, I think that would be really (laughs) fun to write music to yeah I don't think anyone has said that so that's uh, (laughs) that's a first and it's a great, I mean, the score is iconic now, and, uh, you know, yeah. Chiquino played homage to it in Cloverfield, and, they, and mm-hmm. Criterion did a really great release of uh, the original, I think, just, yeah. just recently, yeah. But, um, Nathan, thank you so much for your time. It was such a, a great pleasure and, and so much insight, and it was so much fun to talk to you, so thank you so cool. much. Cool. It was my pleasure, Kaya. Thanks for the time. I appreciate it. <laughs>